I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, and welcome back to the Already Friends podcast. This is Allison. And this is Kara. Today, we're going to be answering a bunch of fun questions about travel and a few others. As always, we'll catch up, share our peaks of the week, and then we will get into the Q&A. The what would your bestie do questions we pull from our website. Go to alreadyfriendspodcast.com. What would your bestie do tab? Enter your anonymous question in there. We'll compile them. Last Friday of every month, we do this segment. And that's the gist, mm. right? Am I missing anything? No, I think that's the housekeeping. <laughs> right. That's perfect. How was your week? You just got back from Tulum. We want to hear all about it. You look so freaking tan. Dude, I literally, when I sat down, I was like, I feel orange because I haven't been tan <laughs> in so long that I don't even recognize my skin tone. I truly thought you got a spray tan, but I'm like, wait, no, she just got back from Mexico. But it looks, you are so tan. 
Oh my God, thanks. And Jesse and I were like holding back because I could have been more tan, but I was like, my skin hasn't seen this much sun in a couple of years. I should not fry. And I'm really proud. Like I didn't get sunburned at all because I didn't overdo it. That's awesome. Oh my God, it was so fun. I'm, I got back last night at like midnight. Okay, travel question. I literally cannot, it doesn't matter <laughs> when I get home, what day of the week, immediately I have to do a an everything shower because mm-hmm. airplanes are disgusting, but I also have to fully unpack and I have to start laundry. It's like a compulsion. It doesn't, like I get this extra burst of energy when I get home from a trip and I am like <laughs> a little rat, just like, I got to get it all done before I can go to bed. And then of course it's like, takes me hours to do that. Oh, so then, because did you say you didn't go to bed till like 3 a.m.? Oh yeah, 3 a.m. And one of the Airbnb guests over the weekend while I was gone, they blew a fuse, so the Wi-Fi was out, and we were recording today. And I was like, oh, I got to get that situated. So actually, when I got home, thank God the bar was still open because I went down and went into the breaker box and got the power back on, which that was like, took two seconds, but it was funny. It was just a chaotic morning. <laughs> yeah. And when is it not? Oh, my God. I Like, I could say so much. What do you— I think you should just say it all. Say, say so much. So you mm. got to Tulum. What'd you do? Where'd you stay? Okay. So originally, this was going to be a solo trip. When I was mm-hmm. in Colombia, I was just do-do-do, google.com slash flights, as I like to do, found a, fly- a flight for 350 round trip. Well, I realized last night on the way home why my flight was so cheap is because I came home during the Super Bowl. Oh, that's funny. So I do not care about the Super Bowl. So probably <laughs> every year I'm going to buy that cheap-ass flight because there were every single person was like, feral like we we were taking off and it was in overtime like they everyone's just refreshing refreshing like I'm surprised they honestly didn't like halt the plane for a little bit and of course the (laughs) second we landed everyone like the captain came on and everyone was talking about the game and it was pretty funny but interesting oh actually you know what that makes sense because Omaha is a Kansas City Chiefs city Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, mm-hmm. why is everyone so invested? But like, everyone is a Chiefs fan in Omaha. Yeah, I don't know. It was a Phoenix to Omaha flight. But yeah, that's probably why the flight was so cheap. And yeah. so I was like, I just booked it when I was in Columbia. And I was like, I'll just go. I'll get a tan. I'll eat some healthy food. I love Tulum. It'll be great. And then my friend Jesse was like, do you mind if I could join? And I was like, I do not mind at all. That would be amazing. And she was like, do you also mind if my other friend, Christy, she lives in Chicago, can she come? I'm like, more the merrier. So the three of us got an Airbnb for the first three days. And then Christy had to go home. And then Jesse and I went to a hotel for the last two nights, which it was so fun. I realized I've never been in Tulum over the weekend, or at least Mm. not in the last couple of trips. And it's like high season right now. Oh my God. We found this bar that was, I I can't even describe it. It was so cool. And I'm not even going to say the name because I don't know. I feel like I'll get disowned by the locals if I like out the spot because it almost seemed like no one knew about it, but simultaneously like all the coolest people there knew about it. And Mm. we went on Friday and Saturday night and just met the most fun people. And I did a sweat lodge ceremony. Wow. Lots to unpack oh, there. A sweat lodge. Okay. So like you're in a hut and it gets really hot. Yeah. Okay. Oh I my was like, God. what is this? So you go into this, yeah, domed shape thing. It's pitch black. Mm-hmm. And you're like in a bikini. There's like some people leading it. And then there's the other participants. And you're sitting kind of on around and in the middle is these lava rocks that they keep dumping water on. So it gets hotter and hotter and hotter. And you do different cycles with different themes. And since it's so small and hard, it's very echoey. 
So it mm-hmm. sounds like everyone is like right on top of each other and there's like drums and chanting and moaning and crying and <laughs> there's a yeah. lot going on. And I loved it. I mean, it was like low-key really hard. I would put mm-hmm. it in the same bucket as ayahuasca. You would. I haven't done ayahuasca yet, but this was everything everyone has ever told me about ayahuasca. This was very similar. Yeah. You're just not throwing up, but to stay in it, like it could have mm-hmm. been easier if you wanted to just like go into fetal, lay down and not do the the body work and the dance yeah. and the purging of it. But I did and I feel lighter than I've felt in my life. Like I feel great. That was so needed. My friend Hillary, shout out to her. She was the one. She was like, go to Holistica with Mitch. It will change your life. And I was so scared. One of my friends was walking me to the ceremony. And I was so anxious because I was like, I don't know. I just don't know what this is going to be like. I'm nervous. And I don't feel like you explained. You're in there for like four hours, right? Yeah. I. It's not like a 30-minute, 60-minute hot yoga or like something like that. It's you're in there yeah, for, for a, a while. whole long time. It started at 5.30. But we did like a pre-ceremony thing and it was very dark. I think I got home, home to the hostel at like 9, 30, 10. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a while. And a lot of that heat. was what made it so hard. Because like 15 mm-hmm. minutes in, I was like, oh, this is fun. Like I'm into it. And then it kept getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And the amount like of dirt and shit that comes out of your body, like you can, <gasps> you're putting your hand on your skin and it's like, if you're really dirty, you can roll little bits of dirt on your arms. Yeah. Imagine that times like a lot. <laughs> like your whole body. <laughs> yeah. And oh it just gosh. keeps coming. And I think I it did something with my thyroid. I don't know mm. anything about a thyroid, but I told someone at the hostel that I, I didn't feel as cold. Like normally in the morning, I was wearing like my beanie and scarf. And then the morning after, I was like, I'm not freezing for once. This is really <gasps> unusual. And he's like, maybe it fixed your thyroid. And then we like looked it up and that is a benefit that it can help your thyroid. And your thyroid, I think, has something to do with regulating your body temperature. And if it's not in balance with your hormones, you can always be cold. And I'm always fucking freezing. And I, Literally, look at me right now. I'm in a little tank top. Yeah. And it's only 70 in here. Normally, like I'm always wearing a hoodie when we record. Oh my gosh. This is really insightful. I don't even have socks on. Free, no free. Oh my- <laughs> <laughs> We're going to blur that out. No free feet <laughs> around here. We're entrepreneurs. No, okay. So really quick. I know the only reason I know about this is because when I was recently in the same area, I was in Riviera Maya, which is only like an hour north of Tulum. I filmed a property for work and they had one of those and I learned oh. all about it. That's literally the only reason I know what this is. But what would someone go do that for? Because the girl was telling me all about it. She said that people go to just purge. Like you're purging emotions. You're purging anything you want to get rid of. Yeah, I think it could help probably every person on the planet. And (laughs) it would be really good if you have something to let go of or if you've Mm -hmm. maybe had a family member pass or a romantic or a friendship breakup or you're moving or maybe you got fired from a job, like any big life changes that you're just having a hard time coping with. I think it would really help. And at the end, it's so sweet. Like I almost don't even want to say this because it was a surprise to me, but it was so beautiful. In the last cycle, we had to say positive affirmations in present tense. So like, I am enough. And then everyone else in the room would shout it back after you. Mm. And it was like so loud and echoing. And he was like on the drums and the next person would go and be like, um, I have the best friends ever. And then everyone else would be like, I have the best 
best friends ever. And you're just like crying and like you're so fucking exhausted because you've like been sweating and purging. And then you're like, I'm worth it. It's okay. And then afterwards, everyone comes out and you're like in a little towel and you're eating pineapple. And then we sank the fire and like threw some stuff into it. And that was a whole thing in the middle of the jungle. <laughs> no, that is so impressive. I mean, good for you. I even, it's so hard to be vulnerable sometimes. And in those situations, I feel like you have no choice. Like you're right. It puts you to the point of exhaustion where you're like, I don't even have a choice to be embarrassed or not fully be a present and do the ceremony. I don't know. I, I'm just guessing because uh, I've never done it, but it sounds like it. A hundred percent. Like you have this wall up and like that's, I feel like why it has to be so long. Because like for the first 15 minutes, I was like, oh, this is fun. Because I like still have my walls <laughs> yeah. up. And then it started getting harder and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to cry, don't I? Like this isn't going to be fun <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Okay, well, I love that you did that. And that's really cool. I definitely want to add that to my bucket list because that's good to know that you feel like it's in the family of doing something like ayahuasca. But for some of us that are here, that's really scary. Then that could be a good option. Yes, yes. And now I feel so ready for ayahuasca. Okay, yeah. Like I also have been a little scared of doing ayahuasca. And after that, I'm like, I kind of just feel like I know what to expect more now. And if Tesmacal mm -hmm. still seems too scary to someone, I think start with either a cacao ceremony and or some sound bass just to start being like, what the heck is sitting in a room with strangers singing and chanting in the dark feel like? Because <laughs> yeah. it's what a little is different. This <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not for everyone, but even there was no religious affiliation to any of it. Like mm -hmm. when we were doing it, there was a guy in a turban, which I don't know if that, but I was surprised nonetheless. That's great. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Okay, other updates. Anything else from Tulum? I want to hear all about, like, what else? I had lots of cacao. Because um, that's the birthplace of cacao. Is it really? I'm Okay, well, don't quote me on that. I think <laughs> I think I learned that when I was in... On that shoot? Riviera Maya. Let me look. Okay. Dude, oh, my God. Some of these things are just, like, not appropriate. <laughs> and I will say... <laughs> okay, wait. I want to fact check myself. It's okay. native to the Americans. The cacao bean... Oh, wait. Was first domesticated in Southeast Ecuador. So, mm. I don't know. They said... It's Mayan and Aztecan, and the Aztecs are from like Tulum area. So depends on who you ask. Question mark. <laughs> If you ask Kara, it's from Tulum. Yeah. <laughs> I say it's from Tulum. Anyway, I like that better. It fits the plot. Yeah, it fits the plot. Actually, I'm never wrong, so I'm right. Okay, continue. <laughs> um, also kept seeing the same people there. Like, it <gasps> felt like a simulation because we'd be like, dude, that's the same guy from the cacao place. And then he'd like be riding his moped and then he'd be at the vegan shop and they like kept seeing this couple and these random tourists. I don't know. Like, they're... <laughs> Why does that happen? I literally am still laughing because that ceremony was not even 48 hours ago. It was just on oh. Saturday night and it's Monday right now. <laughs> like, I'm oh, still, so you're like still feeling light. Feeling a little quirky. Yeah. But I ate such good food. I feel really healthy right now. Good. Got my nails done. Any favorite Tulum must-dos? Someone's going to Tulum or it's on the bucket list. You have to do this when you're there. Mm, I think go to Holistica for something. And what's have Holistica? the wellness retreat hotel space that ho had the Tesmacal, mm -hmm. but they also have like hula hoop classes, yoga classes, a restaurant, massage. It's definitely, I was talking to another person at the hostel about this, like its own little cult of like people that are like really into all of that. And it can be a little silly. I'm not even mm -hmm. trying, like I'm a very spiritual person, but it can be a little over the top. So if you're not like super <laughs> into that, I would say you don't need to stay there, but like go, go do something there. Like do a ceremony or go eat or go get a massage. Cause like, 
their services and events are really, really u- unique and amazing. So many good food places. Odie is where we got the cacao. I went like almost every morning. I like to stay in the La Valleta neighborhood. It's a little bit away from the downtown, but still pretty accessible. And it's just walkable to a lot of cute shops. Then we mm-hmm. stayed at Hostel Loom, which I really like. Get some street tacos, even if they give you a bellyache like they did me because I'm a germaphobe and I watched the girl making it without gloves on. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get sick. So then I made myself sick. <laughs> Wait, so you feel you ate them still? Yeah. And you think that you manifested being sick or is that, is that what you're saying? No, yeah, that's 100% what I'm saying. I was like, <laughs> okay, like staring at it as she's like touching lettuce on a burger. Well, a vegan burger. And no, well, yeah, I got a vegan burger and tacos. They were very small. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, this is really out in the streets. No gloves. Not really washing <laughs> the plate. feel like I'm going to get sick. And then by the time Jesse and Christy got their tacos at their spot, my stomach was rolling. Yeah. I just hit fast. Yep. Yep. I feel like if you are doing authentic things in Mexico, like you're going to get sick. And that's even my Mexican friends say that like every trip, even if you're with your family and like you're going to get everyone's going to get sick from the tacos once. It's a rite of passage, I guess. Yeah. Maybe I'm good now. And we did rent mopeds. I'm going to out Christy because she accidentally crashed her moped into a parked car, but it was the moped's fault because they gave us one without working brakes. And when we gave it back, they didn't ask any questions. So that's good. (laughs) Um, Honestly, it was a lot of chaos in a great way. I needed it. I needed to be a little unhinged for a week. Yeah, you're in your unhinged era. I am. Unhinged light. Because you said you're not like fully. I'm just having fun. I said at the beginning of the year that one of my goals was to laugh. And I... Have been laughing for a week, as you guys She's can tell, because I'm still not coming down from this. Good. Yay. Okay, Thanks. cool. And you're yeah, back. A- and then, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no. I'm literally not even allowing you to ask questions because I'm just talking. No, I like it. I have no other, like, I'm, my life is boring this week. So I like it. <laughs> What'd you do for the Super Bowl? Well, you're back. And then I also, we were you were texting me that you might want to leave again. Is that going to happen? Yeah. For some reason, I thought I worked this coming weekend at the shop. And I just double-checked and I worked next weekend. So now I have nine days with minimal commitments. And the unhinged era would support <laughs> yeah. another trip. I think if I finish my taxes, because I need to do our taxes for the podcast, my personal taxes, 1404 and New Waves. And that is a big thing that's been weighing on me. Mm. We're already in February now. March is kind of coming up soon. So I think that that would be a great reward. If I do the taxes, yeah. then I could dip because that yeah. would light a fire under my ass to do it. That's a good, I think that's a good outlook and a good reward. I agree. So if Any you guys spots? see me gone, know that I did my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you go to her Instagram, which you should all follow her, and you see that she's on a flight. I am done. And hopefully with a return. If I'm not, <laughs> if I'm also crying at home, that probably means I owed the money to the government. Yeah. Oh my gosh. N- hoping for not that. Hoping for that refund. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, speaking of flights, I'm going this week to Pennsylvania to see my grandmother. <laughs> so that's my life updates. I don't know. I just, I feel like life just happens. And all of a sudden you're like, especially when you don't live in the same town or state as your grandparents or any of your loved ones, time just flies so fast. And you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen this woman in a hot minute. So my dad told me, I think like two days ago that he was going to go see my grandma. And he had just recently, like that same day, booked the flight. And I was like, you know what? I have no commitments. I am just chilling here in St. Louis. So I'm going to go and stay with her for like five days and then come back. Is this 
I, f- I hope I don't butcher it. Buffy? Bushy. You're so Damn close. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you're so close. Everyone like, yeah, that, it's a pretty unique name because it's short for Bushka, which is like Polish for grandma. So call her Bushy. Bushy's so iconic. She's, I don't want to say her age. That's rude. But she's like <laughs> so sharp, so funny. I really want to bring my camera and like somehow like film something with her. Either her telling stories or just like document something because mm-hmm. she's so funny. And and I feel like has so many cool stories of our family. And I want to find a way to interview her or do something, even if it's just for like a little mini doc that I make or something. That's so beautiful and special. I Yeah, I was like, I've never seen anything like that. Maybe, of course, I'm sure there's things out there like that. So if anyone has any examples, feel free to send them my way. But she's just so funny. She's like literally the funniest person I know. And she's adorable and she's coming to the wedding. So you'll meet her. And I'm just like, we got to document this. Like we got to get this gal on camera. Have her be your tour guide. Oh, around says she lives in Warnersville, um, a small town, Pennsylvania. Yeah, we could go around Warnersville. Fun fact, yeah, what her life is like. Yeah, fun fact, she lives ten minutes from where Taylor Swift grew up in Berks County, Pennsylvania. So. Fun fact. Yeah. That's quite a claim to fame. Also, in the same town is John and Kate plus eight. (laughs) My cousin went to school with all of the two older ones. Not the six of them, but the two older sisters. Well, something must be in the water. So maybe this is Bushy's (laughs) calling. That's why she's (laughs) got the stardom. No, Bushy, like, in another life was famous. One million percent. Like, she has that big personality, big energy. I fully believe it. Do you know what her sign is? Oh, my gosh. She is... Sagittarius. Interesting. Okay, so fiery. Yeah, she's definitely fiery. That that checks out. Yeah. Is she very spontaneous and independent? She's very independent. Yes. You cannot convince her to do something. That she doesn't want to do. That would track for a Sag. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, it tracks. Yeah. So that's my grandma. I just think it's very wholesome of you. It's a great granddaughter. Thank you. I am. I'm fighting for that first favorite <laughs> granddaughter spot. I mean, I've, though, although I probably live the furthest, like she definitely has closer granddaughters that see her more often. So I got to try extra hard. But yeah. And you'll get to hang out with your dad. Yes. And I'll get to hang out with my dad, which is great because we love Rob. I mean, other updates for me. Then the next week, I'm going to Charleston for a day to go do some wedding things. I'm getting my hair and makeup done for the trial, which I kind of hate that you have to do a trial. I'm such a brat, but I'm like, I'm paying $300 to try my hair and makeup, to have my hair and makeup done on like a random Tuesday where I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> You're like, so I'm going to plot a lot of content on that day. Oh, yeah. I'm, we got to cancel everything else for the rest of the day. We are just doing TikToks. We're just doing literally anything. Cause I'm like, I'm getting full beat and a full hairdo. Mm-hmm. I need to make this worth my time. Yeah. That does suck that you have to do it. I mean, you guys don't have to do it, but they're like, we highly, highly recommend because it's not our problem. They didn't say this, but it's kind of like, it's not our problem if you don't like your hair and makeup on the day of, if you don't do the trial, which is fair. Are you thinking up to or down? I don't know. I think I still have to send you the pictures of the dress. Oops. We'll do it after this. I think maybe like a low bun or something. I don't know. Because you'll see with the dress. Yeah, I was just going to say, I can't comment until I see the dress. Yeah. I feel like maybe something up would look best. That's quite a hint for the people. All right. So Charleston, you're preparing, what doing wedding prep. Are you yes. doing anything else 
fun or all yeah, stuff? We're just, we're just going to check out. We're doing like a welcome party because I feel like when you have a destination wedding, it's nice to welcome everyone and get everyone together because everyone's coming from out of town. And otherwise, it's like, what? You're only going to see people on the wedding day? It's by the water. It's by the beach. We got reserved to have a little welcome party there. So we're going to check that out. That's on Isle of Palms. And then what else? We're going to meet with the florist. We're going to try some cake. It's going to be a very productive, like what, 72 hours, 36 hours? I don't know. I'm really only there for like a day and a half because I fly in Tuesday afternoon. Everything's on Wednesday. And then I fly out Thursday morning and I hope everything, gosh, knock on wood. I have to knock on wood one second. I hope everything goes well getting back because I have a rehearsal dinner for Connor's best friend's wedding on Thursday night. So fingers crossed that that all goes smoothly because I literally need to get back, but it should be fine. Yeah. I really hope everything is fine. That is a lot in four days. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash alreadyfriends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash alreadyfriends to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, it's gonna be great. We're manifesting that. time calendars, but it'll, it okay. Will so be great. I guess peak of the week. What's your peak mm-hmm. of the week? Where should I go? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I think I think we, we should just leave, leave that, that in there. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, "Oh, I think the podcast stopped." <laughs> I think there's a technical error. <sighs> I was just trying to think what I could actually share. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and you're for you to say that as an open book person. Like, I wonder what ha- you'll have to tell me off air what went down to loom. 
<laughs> not even anything bad. Just like also context and like being there for something to actually be funny. Okay. Actually, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. At the hostel we stayed at, I was chatting with this girl. Her name is Laura. Shout out, Laura. And I was like, yeah, I have a podcast. And she's like, oh, cool. What's it called? And I was like, already friends. She like types in Spotify. And she's like, wait, <laughs> I've listened. She had like downloads of our episodes. But wow. that's what I love because we don't do like, you know, we don't have the video on Spotify. And so she was like, and I have brown hair now. Yeah. And I was blonde in that. And I was like, this is dope. I can just kind of like maybe other people, if you had a more, it, with our numbers from the podcast, if you had that many followers on TikTok, like you could end up getting recognized. Mm-hmm. But I can just disappear into the abyss in Tulum and people wouldn't know unless I say something. It's great. So true. There's podcasts I listen to and you almost mold their face in your head and it's not even what they look like in real life, but you don't, if you're not watching it, you're not constantly seeing their face and recognizing them. That's so true. Yeah. So it'd be more like the voice. Yeah. And so I was just like, wow, the world is so small. Mm -hmm. And then I tried to convince her to move to Omaha for like three hours. Where does she live? She was living in New York and now she's just like, dude, it's so expensive to be there. And Mm -hmm. I was like, low key, if you need a new city, because she was like, I'm just traveling until I decide somewhere that's call it that I want to call home, which I feel like I hear all the time from people. And I even got a message this morning that was like, I just love how much you like romanticize and appreciate Omaha. It's like, I'm really considering moving there. Cute. (laughs) Need to get some royalties from the city. Uh, Yeah, we did one. One one brand deal. How about more? You need to be sponsored. I know. Like, I really, we, we have been putting good words out about Omaha here. I love it. Okay. I'm going to say my peak is my college freshman year roommate. My random roommate was in town this weekend. She was visiting my other friend because my roommate and I, and then the girl across the hall, we were like the three amigos (laughs) freshman year of college. And then those two ended up living together for two years. And her name's Jasmine. So me, Jasmine, and Kenzie all hung out this weekend. And it was so much fun. And it was literally like one of those things where you totally just pick up right where you left off. Saturday, on one in the morning, Sunday morning, I was like, can I just bring us breakfast? And we all just hang out. So I brought over, like we ordered from a coffee shop, some breakfast burritos and coffee. And I brought it over at like nine or 10. And I stayed there till like five o'clock. And we were just in our pajamas, sweatpants, just like giggling, laughing. We, I randomly, when I was on the way to their house, I had to, my phone was not working. I had full storage. So I had to delete Spotify. So then on the road, on the drive there, I had to listen to the radio, which I literally never listened to the radio. But then on the radio, I heard they were giving away Drake tickets because Drake is here right now in St. Louis. And so like literally the whole day we were listening, we played the radio at her house and we we're trying to win trick tickets because they were giving away tickets every single hour. Sad news. We did not win. We were pretty sure it's rigged. We like called in every single hour trying to win. But no, it was just such a fun day. And I love the friendships. There's no small talk. Like they know you so well, like especially a roommate when it's actually like you're sharing a literal room freshman year of college. And it's just so fun like that you can just be so real with each other and just like say dumb stuff and not have any walls up, I guess. That entire day is giving like 2012 and it just sounds amazing. No, I literally was getting depressed at the last hour or so of the day. I'm like, I just want to stay in this moment forever. Just like so fun being with your girls, just laughing and we're... Those are like your roommates. When you have mm-hmm. good roommates, it's such a good experience. And it's just like such good girl energy. 
And then you start to get sad because you're like, oh, I'm getting... Like, I'm engaged. I'm getting married. Like, Jasmine has a boyfriend, very serious boyfriend. Like, there's just... You don't have those moments. Like, once you get older, you don't live with girls and Mm -hmm. I don't know, get to just slug around on a Sunday anymore. And vulnerability is like what brings people together and makes people really close. And when you're roommates, you got to get very vulnerable with each other very quickly. Mm -hmm. And with adult friendships, it just takes so long to get to that point because usually you're like meeting up for coffee or something A, usually in the public or B, husband, children, kids, pets are like around. Yeah. And it just takes so much longer to get that deep with people that you meet and above 25 kind of. Yeah. And it's like, as you get older, who's just going to have a Sunday or all for seven hours, you're just going to hang out with your friends and call the radio station. Like that just doesn't Mm -hmm. happen anymore. I know. It's so depressing. I mean, obviously, bittersweet is a better word because it's like, you know, then you have kids and that's really rewarding or pets or you build different things. But, 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 but. So we're doing the group trips. So if you guys need that, come hang out with us. Exactly. Like that energy, if I could just bottle it and encompass it, like that is what our group trips, that's what we aim to do. And that's so true. It literally is like hanging out in the little rooftop cabana with the string lights mm-hmm. in Costa Rica or like all gathering around the pool and like going in a circle and telling stories. Yeah. 100%. So we'll relink that in case you're thinking about joining. Yes. Come to Bali with us. And Listener Speaks of the Week. Yeah. Aaron said, getting into my fitness era and prioritizing movement each day. Love. That sounds amazing. I hope the momentum continues for you. Well, speaking of friends, Danielle said, going on a long walk with my friends and enjoying the weather that's warming up. We're just loving this friendship energy, girl energy. I'm here for it. Katie said, my fiance and I picking up our wedding rings. That is such a special moment. I love that. And Jill said, I started interviewing for internships in Ireland. Good luck. Yeah, that sounds so cool. Wow. Sending you all the best energy and we hope that you land that dream internship. As always, send in your Peaks of the Week on our Instagram story box every Monday. The Instagram handle is Already Friends Podcast. And if you rate and review us, we'll enter you to be a listener of the week. And we share that on Wednesdays. Okay, what would your bestie do? Let's get into it. First up, my sister has been traveling for work and living in different places for a short time. Every time she goes to a new place, she expects my family and I to come visit and vacation in that city. I want to go, but I don't make as much money as the rest of my family. And I have other plans for my budget, like my own trips or paying off my debt. And I'm also hoping to get engaged soon and plan and pay for those wedding events this coming year. I feel constant pressure and also FOMO that I can't go on these family trips. I also I'm feeling resentment for my sister that I don't go and visit her. What would you do in my situation? Oh my gosh. Well, I like all of your notes that you have wrote for this. So yeah, I'm going to let you go first. You know, what's funny is that this is like kind of McKenna's situation. She's totally traveling for work right now, but she's not upset that I'm not visiting, (laughs) but she's also doing traveling. What I feel like I've always heard is if you're the person that's choosing to move or go away, you cannot expect anyone to come visit you because that's just not realistic for everybody, especially like this person said, financially, they cannot swing flying into all these different destinations, visiting all the time. So I feel like off the bat, I feel like it's a little unfair of her sister to feel resentment because it's definitely not, if someone's not coming to visit you when you've moved or go somewhere new, it's not because they don't like you or they're not prioritizing you. It's just that you're the one that chose to leave. So I feel like kind of harsh, but you can't expect people to come and make that sacrifice. So I don't know, right off the bat, I would say 
definitely you need to have a conversation with your sister and tell her that it's just unrealistic for you and be totally honest. I know it's gonna be so hard and you know, your sister might not understand it, but as long as you're coming from your perspective, like I know that you love when we come visit you and you know, maybe you get a little lonely when you're in your new cities, but just with what my current situation is and what's really possible for me, I just cannot do all these different vacations. So I think just being vulnerable and being honest with your sister and just expressing how you feel, hopefully it will be receptive. And I don't know, make a plan of like what you could do. Like, hey, maybe instead we could do FaceTime dates or we can schedule walk and talks because if that's the piece that maybe she's feeling like you're not communicating as much or maybe through those visits, she feels like she gets to connect with you, try to offer an alternative. I definitely agree with you that I think the sister is in the wrong here. And I'm sure it's coming from a place of like wanting to share with you and your family the experiences that she is having and just wants you to be a part of it. Because like, I know when I love something, I just want the people I care about to experience it too so I can share that with them. But a lot of times those experiences have a decent price tag attached to them. So Mm -hmm. I think in your conversation with her about what you can and can't do, maybe you could also ask her like, which ones would be really worth it to her? Like if there's some cities that she's just like, I just want you to be here so bad or others that are just like, no, I'm just kind of lonely and like, it would be fun if you were here. Like those are different. Mm -hmm. And maybe if it is a really big priority for your sister, can she chip in? Because if Mm -hmm. you're doing okay with in your own world and she really wants you to be there, like maybe she'd be willing to split the flight or something because you're the one taking the time to go over there. And I mean, I feel that way. Like I think I said it two weeks ago with money and friends and dinners. Like if I really want to do something, if it's smaller, say go see a movie or go grab dinner. And my friend is like, ah, I just don't really want to spend 20 bucks on that or something. I'll be like, I'm paying because like I want to mm-hmm. go. And then they're usually like, all right, I'll yeah. come with. Like a lot of times people just don't want to spend the money. But if you really yeah. want to go and it would be way more fun to have the other person, sometimes you got to like put put up the money if it's that important to you. So I would maybe include that in the honest message as well. Yeah. I think those are all really good insights. I agree. Maybe ask if there's one or two places that she really wants you to come to. And again, if they're places that are so out of your budget, just be honest with that. And if that's something that she offers up, that would be awesome. But yeah, your sister's definitely, unfortunately, I believe the one in the wrong because I don't know, you you can't be mad at your family and friends for not having the means to spend thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to visit you. And I think that applies to a lot of things. Yeah. Like not being disappointed. I wouldn't want someone to end up in a bad financial position because of something I wanted to do. And how this says that you're trying to get engaged and plan for your own wedding, that means that you going to visit your sister could directly be taking away from goals and dreams that are in your world. And Mm -hmm. maybe if you really share that and for anyone listening in any other type of situation where someone's not understanding why you don't want to spend money on something being like, I know that this is important to you, but these things over here are really important to me. And unfortunately, I just, I can't do all of it. A hundred percent. And I mean, this really recently has happened to me. I had a gal, there's a girl on my bachelor trip that came to me and was like, I actually cannot swing it. I just can't do it with timing. And and I was like, and she was literally almost choked up in tears. And I was like, I'm going to stop you right there. It is okay. Please do not think that I will be mad at all. She's like, I just feel so bad. I said I was going to go and then I actually can't. And I was like, you could miss my wedding and that wouldn't make me mad. Like, I, like you are so fine. Like, so I think the right people will understand because I'm like, 
I know that that's a lot to ask. Like, I know it's a lot to ask for my friends to come on a trip. And if they can't swing it, that's okay. Like, that doesn't mean that person hates you or doesn't care about you. Like, we just need to, I don't know, oh my God, bring it back to earth sometimes. a good person for having that grounded of a reply because I still have PTSD from telling someone that I couldn't make their bachelorette trip and them literally cutting me off, unfollowing me, and never replying <gasps> to any of my messages ever again. We're literally not friends. And I legitimately thought it was going to go over so well. So I just... <laughs> said like, oh, I can't make it to the bachelorette party. Like, I'm sorry. Da, da, da. And yeah, it did not go over well. I know. I didn't want to tell that story to like, be like, I'm such a good person. Like, I that's I didn't want to tell it for because I didn't really, I don't want to be like not self-aware. That's not what I told. It. I just wanted to tell it because to give anyone hope that you will get a good reaction from people, I don't know, mm-hmm. who aren't fucking delusional. I'm sorry. <laughs> and to normalize to other people because I... It's almost like there's a narrative that that person that can't come to your bachelorette party is the bad friend. Like, I feel like that's almost like the societal norm. And so, like, she came to you, like, choked up because... She was literally on the verge of crying. (laughs) Yeah, that you, like, really might be like, oh, I I don't want to be friends anymore. Like, she was worried. And so, I think it's important for you to share that so other people know that if someone can't come to their thing, like, it would be really nice if you were understanding. Yes. And could keep the friendship not lose all of that over a person not being able to take a trip. 100%. So we're wishing you the best. I hope you can have a smooth, productive conversation. And we're we're sending good energy. I think it's going to go well. And question number two, I'm getting ready to move to a new state in six months. Last time I moved states was for college and I only had a few boxes, but now I have a whole apartment worth of things. Any tips for making a big move less daunting? Kara, our (laughs) resident mover girl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, I was going to ask you if any good, if you had any good tips because I, the times I've moved, I haven't had a very big like adult move with a lot of things. Even moving to New York, I just took two, two suitcases. Coming back, I only took what could fit in my parents' Suburban. So that meant posting a ton of stuff on Facebook Marketplace, putting stuff on the curb, which is easier to do in New York than some other places. I just got rid of so much stuff. So that was my number one tip was get rid of as much stuff as you can because you can either thrift new stuff when you get to a new place, you can buy new stuff. I just think it's so much easier to move when you're not burdened with so much stuff. I mean, you're the queen of getting rid of stuff. Is there anything related to that that you could advise on? I would have said the same thing that like right now, if I were to pick up and move across the country, the first thing I would do is have a moving sale. I'd find some local Facebook group, whether the title is like garage sale, estate sale, something like that. Post the address. I've had multiple sales in my apartment and I've lived to see this day. So you're probably going to be fine. (laughs) Don't have to worry. And you're moving. So they'll never come back. And you can get new stuff. And that's obviously, you'll have some things that are investment pieces and you can take those. But I feel like you can pretty much thrift anything these days and other Facebook market finds. Maybe you put things in storage and you just go there. I just would, I I literally don't think I could pay for a U-Haul. Like nothing I have is that important to me that I'm going to pay $3,000 to move it across country. What can fit in my car? Like maybe I would do a U-Haul like mini one that's like a pickup Mm -hmm. type of truck so I could get a couple things. But I'm not paying like a moving, like two men in a truck. Yeah, a big, big one. (laughs) Yeah, like a semi to take everything (laughs) I own. That's just, I mean, if you have the means to do that, like all the power to you. I just, stuff's, I'm not paying more 
to move it than it costs. Yeah. You definitely need to do like a cost analysis of what is worth, like you said, paying for the big U-Haul or whatnot. I know even when my parents, they sold their house, our childhood home in November of 2020. And they're like, we're getting one big, I guess it kind of was like a semi-truck. They're like, we're getting one big moving truck. And his friend who was a truck driver was going to drive it. And that was it. Like, we're not doing anything else. And they filled that thing to the brim. But up leading up to that, like we did the big, I guess it maybe was an estate sale. I feel like we did have an estate sale. Like my parent, I'm all, it's my mom that led the charge. She's very much get rid of everything, which honestly, I won't, I won't lie. I was kind of mad at that point. I'm like, because I didn't have a house yet. Like I had, me and Connor hadn't bought our house. I'm like, what if I want this stuff? Like I was definitely, and I probably still would be like, I was definitely like getting that hoarding, like stuff. This is our stuff. Why are you getting rid of it? And my mom is totally more like you, Allison. She's like, whatever, it's free. Take it. $20. Like, oh my God, so much stuff was free that she got rid of. And even my dad and me were like, what are you doing? This is such good stuff. But now three years later, have I thought about any of Mm -mm. those things once? (laughs) No. Yeah. It's weird. I think it's like an instinct that we like want to keep our stuff. I don't know why. Well, I can also imagine that in moving, that's also going to be a time when you're going through change and you're going to want to hold on to some normalcy, some consistency, some routine. And so you're attaching that into these objects. Mm -hmm. But that's why I'm thinking like pick a few sentimental things, especially the smaller stuff, like your favorite coffee mug, like pick one. Maybe don't need to move like your entire kitchen set or... Yeah, maybe take like the decor and yeah. sell the furniture. Yeah. No, I agree with what you said. You can definitely thrift everything nowadays. And follow-up tip, if you are doing what you just said and attaching those objects or those feelings, those objects, definitely go listen to Ainsley's episode of our Dimensions of Wellness series because that was a whole segment in that episode was talking about purging and getting rid of things. So plug in that. I'll put that in the show notes. Question number three. My boyfriend and I are considering a sort of digital nomad lifestyle and traveling cross-country while working remote. Any advice? Yeah, what do you think? What are your first thoughts? Done it a couple times, not like the full send van life, but yeah, I've well, I've slept in the car quite a lot of times, more than I would like to admit. And I loved those eras. I mean, they can get old fast. Mm -hmm. I can see how the van life thing doesn't work long term for a lot of people. But to me, if you're going to do that, have something at the end of it so you don't feel like you're just lost and like floating in the wind. Because Mm. the thing I struggled with the most either on my backpacking trips or my longer road trips was feeling like I was just floating in the wind. And it it can be really fun while you're doing it, but you can be a little unsettled. That's like, am I contributing to society? Am I throwing away my life? Like, should I be doing something? So if you're doing this lifestyle to save money so you can buy a house someday, that could be a great reason. If you're doing this simply to see more of America, that's the reason. If you're doing this to get out of like, maybe you're in a funk or a rut, like that could be a reason, but find a why in it so that you don't get lost along the way. Oh my gosh, that's great advice, actually, because you're so right. Part of the point is to get lost and do whatever, but you're so right. If it's undirected, like if there's not a goal per se, you could end up hating it. Mm-hmm. That's so And just true. feel really like, not lazy, but just unfulfilled. Because your days can start to look really similar. You're just like, oh, we kind of wake up and then like try to figure out what we're going to do today. And then we go post post up at a coffee shop. And without that structure, like even as a pretty free-spirited person, not having any structure can start to feel really ungrounding. 
And especially Mm. if you're in new places all the time. That is really good advice. I think along with that, I would say I have never technically done this kind of lifestyle. I mean, my job, I am working and traveling a lot, but it's usually just for shorter stints. And it's not really like, like you said, going to work in a coffee shop and grinding it out. But I would say I would try it out for like two weeks or a month and then try it while you still have your normal lifestyle if you can, just to make sure you like it. Because like you said, some people are very routine heavy and don't realize how much of a homebody they are and how much they really do appreciate having their community and having their space that's consistent. So if you can try it out, make sure that you don't fully send going into it like a year or committing for a year or something and then end up hating it by month one or two. But I mean, other than that, I say go for it. I mean, you even just said it was some of the best years, a time of your life, road tripping and doing that kind of lifestyle. So you'll learn to let go of control in a lot of areas. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's good for people in a variety of ways. And then my last thought on the routine and structure is also having some sort of routine that you do every day, whether it's if you, I don't know if you're doing it in a van or a car, but if you get out and you stretch and you make coffee or you journal in the morning or no matter what, you always go get a workout in, try to do something that is the same every day, especially in health and wellness, because it can be easy when you're not having a consistent home to let some of those practices slip into the background. But those are what's going to make you feel really good and help sustain this long term. And also know that you can take breaks from it not being traveling. Like Mm. you're going to be exhausted if you are go, go, go every day and you never stop. Because in your normal life, you go to work and then you come home and you relax and like, that's okay. Or on you might have a slow Saturday or a slow Sunday where you don't have activities. And if you're on the road traveling, you're making so many decisions in a day and you're in new surroundings. So you're a little bit on higher alert. So that compounded, if you're doing activities all day long, it's just so easy to get burnt out. So slow your pace up would be my suggestion. Not just day to day, but like you don't need to be in a new city, in my opinion, like every three days, like settle in a little bit if you want to try to stick this out. 100%. And that totally goes along the lines of like, this isn't a vacation. If this is going to be your lifestyle, because typically when you go somewhere really cool, like you said, you're go, go, go. You want to fit it all in in the week or the weekend that you're there, but this is going to have to take that little mind shift or it's Mm going to take a little bit of a shift in your perspective because you might be somewhere really cool, but you do have to sit on your laptop for eight hours and you can't be trying to hit every single thing. It's just not Mm -hmm. possible. Yeah. So you might need to be there for weeks in order to see all the sites that if you were just a tourist there that you might see in a week. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, definitely go for it. I There's so many cool things in our country. It's kind of like, yeah. I think a fun thing as an American to like hate on America because it's like a bit that every American does. Even though we love it here, it's still a thing. But there yeah. are so many cool places. So many cool spots. Okay, I'm going to do the last question, the bottom one, because this one really Perfect. hits home and then we can wrap up. My best friend of all time has an awful eyebrow. I read it. <laughs> Oh, I know. I was like, wait, I didn't even tell you. This one's like crown and crazy. Yeah, buckle up. My best friend of all time has an awful eyebrow shape. I don't notice it much, but my friends and my sister ask me when I'm going to let her know how bad they are and that it's time to change them. Her hair is blonde, her brows are dark brown, and they're basically an upside down you. We tell her, we tell each other everything. And I know that I should tell her, but also she can do her own style. She's happy with her eyebrows. If she's happy with her eyebrows, I don't want to make her insecure. Would you tell her or suggest that she changes them? And if so, how? Well, ask someone who used to have the worst eyebrows on planet earth. Like I literally 
fell into the 2010s, early 2000s, pluck them basically to be a you. And now I get compliments all the time on my eyebrows. So things can change. But as someone who had horrible eyebrows, people literally tried to tell me and I did not listen. So (laughs) I honestly don't think there's anything you can do in the situation. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is so hard because everything with beauty is subjective. Mm -hmm. Like... There might be someone out there, might just be one person, who thinks her eyebrows are great. Like clothing and trends and styles and hair color are such a way to express yourself. And, you know, we all go through phases. (laughs) Some are better than others. But I think you might just got to let this one slide. If she asks for an opinion or it like kind of comes up, you could like try to talk about eyebrows maybe in like a roundabout way or like ask yes. if she's getting them done or something and like kind of feel it out. But I wouldn't like not corner her, but be like, okay, by the way, <laughs> I really think you got to change your eyebrows because it's just, if she really likes them and they're making her confident and happy, like that's what you would want your best friend to feel. Even mm-hmm. if they, you know, like if someone has food in their teeth, that's not going to make anyone confident or happy. That's something you should tell someone about if they're like fly is unzipped. But like if they're actively getting something done and it is making them happy, why why rain on their parade, I guess? I agree. This is a great mindset. If you're getting ready together and she's drawing her eyebrows on, she's like, ah, I don't... (laughs) That sounds so crazy hard. (laughs) But she's like, ah, I just don't know if I'm doing this right. Then... This is your time where you're going to jump in and be like, wait, you know who has really good eyebrows? And you're going to research. You're going to find two or three influencers that kind of look like her or maybe celebrities that have good eyebrows. And you're like, you know who's killing it with their eyebrows? This person. And you're not going to say, you need to change, you need to do. I don't think you should comment on what their technique is now, but just give them inspiration and be like, I just love how theirs look. I think that looks so good. That would look so good on you. Like open her eyes to what other options are out there instead of just like hating on how hers look. Yes. Yeah, I think that's the right thing. And like if someone has bad style, you don't need to like tell them they have bad style, but just being like show them someone's outfit like from Pinterest and be like, dude, look how cool this looks or like send them fun videos and that will inspire them instead of making them literally feel more insecure. Like you would look so good in this. Yeah. Instead of being like, because whenever someone's negative and says something like your eyebrows, you're doing it wrong. That hurts so bad, especially if you're sensitive. Like, are you bad style? That's just, that's a dagger. It hurts. So Mm -hmm. we got to do an uplifting, positive approach, but only if the opportunity presents itself. I, again, I don't think you can really jump in unless there was an open invite. I agree. Oh, I always love our What Would Your Bestie Do segments. Yes. Oh, and this was a good one. That was juicy. Well, TBD for if we, how our travels are going to come in the next few weeks. And then we have your batch trip in March. Eek. It's going to be so fun. We'll have lots of updates. And as always, we've said this a few times. If we've ever, if we've ever given you guys advice and you have an update, write us back. Send it back into the question box or email us hello at alreadyfriendspodcast.com and give us a little update. We want to know, was our advice helpful? Bad? (laughs) Always open for improvement here. Yeah, we can add a little segment in of like reading people's feedback. Yeah, updates. Or how the story went. Like, guys, remember the girl with the eyebrows? We did it. She's a model now. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Okay, Okay. bye guys. Catch you next week. Love you. Bye. 
Okay, wait, really quick before you go, if you want a chance to be the Artie Friends Listener of the Week, we have something for you. Leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And for bonus entries, there's so many ways to support our show. Share about us on your Instagram story, engage with us over on TikTok, post on our Facebook group, join the Patreon page, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to send that rating and review to our Instagram page, Artie Friends Podcast, and we pick a new Listener of the Week every Wednesday. We'll send you a $10 Visa gift card if you win, just as a way of saying thank you to buy you a coffee, buy you a sweet little treat, whatever you want. Thanks again, you guys. We appreciate you so, so much. And we'll catch you next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.